Hey, it is After Dark listeners. I want to invite you all to join us over on ScareZone, Halloween Horror Nights podcast. ScareZone is a news, interview, history, and commentary podcast all about Universal's premier Halloween event. It's hosted by fans and experts like me, Logan Seculo, former WWE superstar Scotty Too Hottie, and Diz After Dark Zone, Chris Ripley. Subscribe however you get podcasts and head over to scarezone.com for more information. We here at the show are proud supporters of Diz After Dark. And remember, keep your eyes closed and your ears open on Scarezone. Welcome to Universal After Dark, a Universal podcast that's not the same as all the others. Hello and welcome to Universal After Dark, our other podcast on the After Dark Podcast Network. I am Nick and still with us is Mr. Craig Lucas. Hello. Mr. P-Dubs himself. Hello. And we have Kev. Now, Kev, if you'd just like to remind people where you're from, where they can find you on YouTube. Yes, uh, um, I'm on uh, Happy Living on YouTube, and uh, we're covering uh, everything we do in and around Orlando and Florida. Cool, cool, cool. So check him out if you're not already uh, familiar with him. Um, Now, is anyone drinking anything new? No. 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 Okay, well, I've, I've gone. I finished the bottle of wine, so the Jack Daniels is sitting next to me now. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> On a school this, night this as well. Be a fun, this could be a fun show. It's <laughs> usually what happens, actually. Um, I bought in the shop the last bottle today of Dr. Pepper Cherry, because in the UK, we only get, we get Dr. Pepper. We don't get any flavoured Dr. Pepper. So it's rare oh. for us to get... Uh, one of these but yeah i've got a dot's pepper cherries cheers I, that was supposed to make a fit like a, a big noise when i opened the bottle it made the smallest little fart you've ever heard in your life so the mic's not even <laughs> really picked it up but I, I promise you i just opened it that's funny i i i do like that uh i do like that flavor that's pretty good for several years i was addicted to code red which is a cherry mountain Mandu. dew yep oh my god yeah, we, I don't know how I got off of that, but well, <laughs> therapy. Um, we don't. I think yeah. we might get. I think we might now have uh, code red, but we only started selling Mountain Dew again here about two or three years ago. They stopped it, it in the UK for a long time. Oh, well. It doesn't taste the same either. It, well, we only get ingredients. Yeah. And it, we get it in like knockoff shops like B and M and Home and Bargain. Other so you can shops are available. You can imagine a gang of Russians in a factory somewhere putting battery acid in and <laughs> frogs piss and calling it Mountain Dew. Well, that, did they not stop selling it here in the first place because it killed your sperm count? There was something like that. Yeah, it was something to do with one of the ingredients that uh, it might have been that it definitely it definitely caused people's. Um, urine to go green other forms of in, uh, infertility are available yeah uh, but we won't yeah. write those um, for, for some strange reason not on uh, tonight's show anyway. n- not on a not on a universal after dark that's definitely uh, something more for pop um, yeah it's actually this is uh, speaking about battery acid this is actually a uh, Polish bottle of uh, of Dr Pepper cherry Dr Pepper I wouldn't touch that I'm drinking. I wouldn't, it, so I would, don't do it. Didn't make a fist. But it's what's interesting is it's 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 also in English. It's probably just pond water. Oh. All right, it tastes it tastes like cherry flavored pond water. If that makes any any, any better, but uh, yeah. Anyway, that's not what we've come to talk about. Um, so we've we've kind of discussed a bit of a, a Disney thing you should have heard in the last show. So. I think we should really spend a little bit more time talking more Universal. And we talked a little bit about Universal on This After Dark, as you'd have just heard. I don't know why I'm doing a recap, because you just listened to it, you've noticed. But just for those, in case you've just walked in uh, and haven't, or you listened to this on a different day, um, we talked briefly about Halloween Horror Nights um, and your friend Jeremy. Jeremy the yes. Zombie? Is that right? Yeah. 
Are they passing? Yeah. Yep. That's good. It makes a change. Um, so, uh, when we talked about your, your favourite Disney park, so um, from a Universal point of view, what do you like at Universal? Um, the biggest difference for us for Universal is it's more um, like action and like uh, you know the uh, you know thrill rides that we like. Uh, but at the same time, so many of the rides now are becoming movies that you have to watch and they're always the same and you can't, well, we can't do them, you know, over and over. It, it, it just becomes eh. like the one that just opened. It's, it's a movie and like, eh. but I could ride mummy like 20 times in a row, but yeah. Um, or men in black. I like that, you know, but yeah, um, I don't know. But our favorite thing at Universal, the regular Universal, is the uh, uh, horror makeup show. And uh, yeah, uh, probably, oh, probably the mid 90s when I was still traveling and not living here and coming down, I always thought it'd be cool to work at that show. And uh, yeah, that of course never happened, but I wouldn't want to work there now. But yeah, I thought it would be a fun job. Yeah, so, uh, but I still go, and uh, we haven't done it lately. But we have done it where we would go and see the show. That it, if it ran five or six times in the day, that we went to all five or six shows. Yeah. And is it That's is it show. the same the same actors all day? Is it? Or it's, a, swap it's the out? same people. Yeah, it's the same people that play it. Uh, you know that they play the parts, but at certain points they switch. So one person is the other one, and uh, you know it's not always the same that they switch it. But the you know pre-recorded parts are the same. But then people will screw up the show, so then they go off script, and uh, you know when they pull up the person, that whole you know part is completely different. Um, but yeah, that, that's my favorite part when they go off script and people throw them, you know, things or people yell what they're supposed to be saying. Uh, and they they just do whatever you know they're going to do something completely differently because somebody screwed it up. That's my favorite part because then it's a completely different show, <laughs> just for a short part. But yeah, uh, but every time they pull up somebody to you know cut their arm off for that little thing that they do there, uh, it's it's the best when they pick somebody that doesn't speak English. That's that's my favorite part. Yeah, and and on that day where you see it six times, did they acknowledge you? No, but uh, I'm sure the the one guy. I'm not sure of their real names, but uh, the one guy that uh, he he does it. I'm sure he knows because I've taken pictures with him tons of times over the years. Uh, maybe not, but I don't know. In my head, I I think he knows that. But it's not just me. A lot of people do stuff like that. That they'll watch it a couple times in the day. That I've talked to, like, oh man, you do that too. But I don't know anybody who. That's all they did. We didn't ride any other rides that day. We went in the park, went right to the first show, and that's all we did. We took a lunch break, and then we kept going. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, um, we'll see it almost every time we go to the park. We, that's like our not-miss thing. Like We could miss any other ride or whatever, but uh, unless something happens, we usually do not miss that uh, at least once. But, yeah, um, I don't know, but... Uh, it's fun stuff. The uh, over at uh, Islands of Adventure, uh, my favorite ride there is uh, Spider-Man. Um, well, I mostly yeah. like I like the Spider-Man. Uh, I was disappointed in the New Hulk that it's exactly the same ride, and the music I didn't feel was anything like special to it. It's like it's just music. It's it's nothing. It's like you know background music. It's like all right, it's there. But I don't really notice it. Thank uh, it didn't, God, a man is on this show. Yeah, a man who's on this show, she'd be kicking your ass. <laughs> yeah, she, loves uh, she loves no, well, well, yeah, she does. But um, it's Fallout Boy, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it's like Fallout Patrick, Boy. Patrick but... Stamp from Fallout Boy or something. She loves that. Band. Yeah. I mean, I don't well, because I've got taste. But... but it's it's not bad, but it's. It's like something, you know, like when you're walking around in the park, there's, you know, there's music there, but it's like, all right, whatever. 
you know, it, it didn't make the ride any different. And the ride was the exact same, you know, track layout as it was before, which, uh, yeah. Why have they, I mean, why have they done what they've done then? Um, I've heard a couple of different things. I'm not sure exactly what the issue was. It was very, um, you know, rattly before. So maybe something was going on with the uh, track. Also, now it's quiet. It makes no noise. Remember, I don't know if you remember before, as you were going, it was very loud, like roaring through the tracks. And yeah. whatever they've done now, it makes no noise. Like you can almost not hear it. So maybe there was problems with the original uh, installation that caused issues. I don't know. But, yeah, um, I do uh, miss that, that. You know, you don't hear every time it's going around. You don't you don't hear it roaring or whatever. But uh, yeah, they did put a roar in there, fake roar. They put speakers inside and outside the the track, so every time it launches, it's like roar. That's <laughs> so kind of funny. But uh, yeah, um, whatever. Uh, and you'll you'll never be able to video it, will you? From no, uh, because. Right before you go in, there's um, what are they called? Uh, the the metal detectors. Right before you go in the building, so nope. Uh, they had a media thing the day it opened, or the day before it opened, or whatever. So those guys got to take pictures of the new queue, which isn't really that majorly new. Uh, but uh, there's a couple of pictures from the um, from Universal of the the launch tunnel which just has some new lights in it but other than that yeah nope you can't bring anything on that uh i'm i'm hoping somebody's able to sneak on like those pivot head glasses yeah uh the shades and then video it but i mean except for the launch the rest of the ride is identical to you know the launch tunnel because it has some new lights in it everything is identical to the way it was before so it wouldn't look any different uh, but yeah, um, that's one thing I've seen pictures of it, it universal released, but yeah, uh, that's the one thing I miss out. I, I film on every one of the coasters at Disney, but, uh, even on uh rock and roller coaster, I film on that. You know, yeah. The, uh, uh, the queue is one of the worst queues on property, isn't it? From what I remember, yeah. very, very bored and just concrete. Yeah. It's weird. So many of the things, so many things they, they, I wish they would improve upon. Uh, like, uh, I am totally not excited for the new rides that are coming or the new movies or whatever they are. The, the Jimmy Fallon and the, uh, Fast and the Furious. Yeah. Um, whatever. But I guess that's the way things are going. But, um, uh, that's what I was saying to, um, to Gary and those guys the other day that uh, this year we almost didn't renew our passes for annual passes for Universal because uh, I was waiting to see how Hulk was and how, how the um, uh, the Kong was and uh, well it's not the worst thing and we'll ride it every couple months maybe but uh, yeah next year we'll ride you know the Jimmy Fallon when it opens and I don't think we're going to renew next year and we'll, we'll just go to Horror Nights and, uh, you know, do a few things. But, eh, you know, also because we go so much that, you know, we get burned out. And they don't have a lot of stuff there like they do at Disney. You know, the after-hours events are not the same kind of thing that they have at Disney. Uh, I could ride Big Thunder Mountain Railroad, you know, 50 million times and still have fun on that. So, yeah. Can't wait we- for that to be we were we were talking last week about um, about Jimmy Fallon, um, yeah. and I, I, my personal opinion this is obviously from a British point of view, but he's not very well known. Um, you know, I know oh, yeah, I totally. know him, and you know I know he, he gets quite a few viral hits, but he's not really that established outside of America. And I've got to wonder how much of a success that ride's going to be outside of like the hardcore. Uh, audience i think like everything it'll be huge up front but will that last i don't know mostly because 
that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a movie, and it'll never change. And, uh, you know, it'll just be whatever it is that it's a simulator thing, or you're chasing Jimmy in a, um, in a taxi or whatever the heck it is. But, I mean, eh, yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's another thing. People coming from other places that don't know who he is, um, yeah, will they even care about it at all? I, I don't know. But um, he's very, very popular here. Um, so, and supposedly he is the one that came to Universal with the idea for the ride. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, um, that's going to make him a pretty little packet, then, isn't it? Oh yeah, I'm sure he'll uh, he'll get some uh, some good stuff. Plus, since they owned him from the parent company, so yeah. I think James yeah. Corden's coming up as arse, though, isn't he? Oh yeah, I like that guy. He is very funny. Yeah, yeah. he's got a, he's got a hit with those uh, carpool karaoke things. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Apple have bought them, haven't they? Apple have yeah. bought the right to the the concept. He's not doing it though, from what I understand. Yeah. So. Yeah, but he's. Uh... But I think what's interesting about about um, Corden is that so again, Kev, just to kind of like reiterate. So over the years, I've watched yeah. uh, Dave Letterman. He's been on here for a little bit of time. They never last very long, but we, we get we get like American talk shows. They never seem to last very long. So we had Letterman. Hmm. Uh, we had Conan for a while, um, and Kimmel, we never had Kimmel, Fallon is going to be launching on the UK e-network later this year, and I think they're going to just show like highlights of like the last night's show or whatever, so we kind of get these things for a little bit of time, but um, James Corden is on the, the Late Late Show, so you Jimmy Fallon, Letterman, Conan... Uh, Kimmel, they're all on the, the late night show, but there's a show after that, which is the late late show, and that's what James Corden's on. So he actually has like the graveyard slot, isn't it? Like uh, 12.30 or something, his show starts? I think so, yeah. And the fact that uh, his show is on that late at night and is is so successful, um, I mean, there have been people talking about him taking over from uh, Stephen Colbert, who is the guy who replaced Letterman. And yeah. not really. Uh, I mean, I I don't know. I mean, it, it appears certainly that he's not really got the audience that Letterman had. I don't think he's been the success that they were hoping for. No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all these guys, I I watch a show here and there over the years, but uh, uh, I miss you know the uh, probably the best guy that did it was uh, Johnny Carson that I used to watch. I, I used to never miss an episode of him when I was in like grade school and high school and everything. But uh, and he's gone for forever ago, and, and now he died. But yeah, uh, everybody who replaced him was, eh. But yeah, I used to like that guy. There's a, there's a good. I don't know if you've ever seen it. It's a film. Uh, I believe it's called The Late Shift. And it's, oh yes. And it's about, for those that don't know, it's uh, a film about Jim, uh, Johnny Carson when he was retiring from The Late Show and the battle between Jay Leno and Dave Letterman about getting that slot. And uh, it's it's quite interesting, especially not knowing too much. I mean, I was familiar with both people, but um, not knowing the kind of backstage battles that were going on. Uh, very interesting, I think. And um, yeah, I've got to be honest, I've never liked Leno and it's probably because of that film. And knowing that sort of the yeah. story, um, you know, I've always just found him a bit of a, a kind of a creep, really, uh, for what he did. Yeah, and, you know, he's, he's kind uh, of turned into the Jeremy Clarkson. <laughs> he has, no, yeah, he has. He's the uh, American version of Jeremy Clarkson without <laughs> obviously punching people for getting not getting him the food that he wants. Um, but yeah, he's, he's quite the the car enthusiast, isn't he? And um, yeah, really, I think yeah. he might have actually appeared on our on our version of Top Gear. Yeah, I think he has. I don't yeah. really watch it that much, but I'm sure he did at one point. Um, but yeah, I know he's got a, a TV show about car, his cars now. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, I watched a couple of those. The the things that he has, he has like old steam-powered things. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's, he's got so many different cars. You know, not just something like that you would think was 
you know, that he maybe has a McLaren and then he has, you know, some Ferraris or Lamborghinis. No, he's got stuff from like the early times that's steam powered that he's, you know, winding it up. Oh, yeah, it's it's pretty neat. Um, in one of his shows, he broke down and he had to get towed in one of those things. Uh, pretty funny. But uh, yeah, uh, he buys a lot of things and restores them. I, seen, I saw a couple of those episodes, too. And he has his own shop that his guys, you know. To work on the cars that he has there for him, so it's pretty cool. But yeah, overall, like especially him on the on the Tonight Show, I was not a, a big fan of him. I would only watch it if there was a celebrity on that I wanted to see what they were doing with their movie or whatever. But yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much it for those guys. Like I even stopped now um, watching anybody. You know, I don't watch any any of the late night shows at all but uh over time i just got i had enough of all of those things right and it's it's time to uh talk about our sponsors so craig uh who have we got we have got the beautiful the ever young Wendy Pratter at Magical Journeys Travel she is only too happy to sponsor this after dark and universal after dark who knows maybe one day pop after dark i've said too much wendy i've said too much uh, so whether you've been to disney one or a hundred times i wish would you what part of your body nick would you give up to go a hundred times i'd give up a testicle i think oh yeah 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 I mean, Hitler only had one ball, and I can certainly survive just one ball. Yeah, so let Wendy be the one who's up at midnight taking your testicles. No, sorry. Um, booking <laughs> them, uh, them windows to be our guest for the reservations for Anna and Elsa's Fast Passes. Mention that you heard this one testicled advert on this After Dark, open brackets, Universal After Dark, close brackets and get 25 whole dollars off your deposit so that's about 22 quid now um stop it rolling is it in, in for brexit brexit my ass but Mention, yes i did i did vote for brexit i'm embarrassed well, i, I voted brexit as well it's fine did you vote for it as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. woohoo be sure to ask about her generous on-board credits for Brexit and the Disney Cruise Line too. Find it on the Twitters at WP Magic Journeys or WP Magic Journeys dot qualm. Going back to um, to theme parks, we took quite a turn there. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. We was talking about. So you mentioned that you was um, hanging on this year for for Kong. Um, now yeah. I'm the unfortunate git that never got to go on confrontation, and uh, oh, yeah. without going into like the story, that was the the first thing I remember as a kid that made me want to go to a theme park was to ride King yep. Kong. Um, Craig, watch your mouth. And at least I was I was devastated when I found out it was closing and I couldn't get there for when it, it, it was closing so I never got to go on it and I then planned to go to Hollywood and then that version burned down so I was glad that they brought back um, an attraction for King Kong um, obviously it not being the same and I know that this version that they've just introduced into uh, Orlando is, is similar to the, the Hollywood attraction so uh, yep. have you been on the Hollywood attraction before um, or was this like a completely new ride for you uh, I, I had not been to uh, the Hollywood uh, version I, I actually I haven't been to Universal uh, in Hollywood uh, at all I've been to Disneyland I've been to lots of stuff in California but I never met, made it to Universal over there but uh, from what I understand the California ride is the last part of this ride. And then the whole ride is about six minutes here. And uh, there's, I think, two or three additional scenes before 
you get to the last part. But uh, eh, it's it's a movie. I mean, it's cool, but it's a movie. Yeah, that's the only thing. You know, maybe at some point they can uh, update things and change it out or whatever. That's what I like. With, they have the ability with all the uh, you know the screens that just like uh, Star Tours that all of these movie attractions could be not different movie every time, but for parts that would randomize and uh, that would make it unbelievably better. But none of them do that. Yeah. We've, we've talked about on this show before. Uh, well, I say this show before one of the shows, I get confused with podcast some, but we've definitely talked before about universal and the fact that they do seem to rely a lot on, uh, especially now, going forward, screen-based attractions, which doesn't yeah. show any signs of letting up. Obviously, uh, Fallon is going to be uh, another one. Uh, Fast and Furious, yep. that's going to be another one. Um, yep. And it, it's, to me, just kind of feels quite samey and boring. And you mentioned earlier your, your favourite attraction being Spider-Man. Now, what's yep, I think what's quite funny about Spider-Man is that, uh, I mean, what Spider-Man is now coming up to 20 years old? It's yep. about eighteen. It's up there, about, yeah, think, definitely. About eighteen, I think. It was in ninety-nine it opened seventeen, eighteen years ago. Um yep. and the thing is, nothing seems to have surpassed it. Nope. It it still seems to stand out. And um in Disneyland Paris a few years ago, we got an attraction based on Ratatouille. And oh, it yeah. uses that same kind of uh, system. So it's trackless. So that's different mm-hmm. to Spider-Man. Uh, but it's big domed screens. Uh, it's 3D. Um, and you've got, um, you know, objects around you as well. So some of it's screens that you're watching and other bits are, are scenery and you get a bit of fire and all this kind of stuff. And it felt very similar to Spider-Man and yet didn't feel as good. And it, I think it's mm-hmm. amazing that something that's that age still feels so fresh even now. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I, I hopefully plan at some point to get over there. So I have not watched a video on that uh, attraction, but uh, I really like that movie. So I know that uh, that'd be cool. I mean, it's good. Yeah. I mean, I was, and I was saying this like uh, I was. I've been doing a bit of writing on it, and um, it's it's still a good ride. But to me, it just felt that it wasn't for a lot of people if they've especially you know with with disneyland being in europe you will obviously get a lot of people that don't go to america so they won't yeah. know spider-man and i don't think there's been another ride in europe that's based on that kind of technology so for people that have never done a ride like that i'm sure they think it's the greatest thing in the world but having done spider-man it just feels like a pale limitation of yeah um, I know there's yeah there's so many things that are like that that with the copies that they they don't realize but yeah the Spider-Man I think even though it is a movie and it, the movie is exactly the same just the way that that works and the sets and the story is done so well and I also like the character all of that together it's put in such a great package that I mean it's just great every time. I think yeah. Transformers runs it close. It's it's pretty cool, yeah. And uh, I've told a couple of people how in that one part that there's an elevator, and I, I like blow their minds. Like there is. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm one of them people. I still haven't figured out where the elevator is. Oh, uh, I think when it's when you're going down the. Um, the cityscape and it's a really tall screen if you look behind you or in front of you uh if you can see over the um the thing you're sitting in you can see the the railing it's the only part that has a railing so that oh, nobody right. falls yeah that's how you can notice it but it's it's so seamless and it moves so maybe slowly that you know you just you don't realize and it, it's tricking right. your brain but it's it's done really well yeah, it's cool stuff. I think yeah. they've got to be very careful over at Universal about too much Harry Potter. 
Definitely. I I hope that the rumors are not true, that they're going to knock down the uh, Dueling Dragons or whatever they're calling it now to put another section in there. But uh, probably because they're making so much money from Harry Potter. So many people that we have met, they tell us that they, they go to Universal. They, they go to uh, the one Harry Potter area. They do everything in there. They ride the train to the other Harry Potter area, do everything in there, and leave. They don't do anything else. I don't understand it. Uh, the, but The problem is that it's so well-themed, isn't it? That everything kind yeah. of pales into comparison, doesn't it? So people yeah. go in, see see the big facades of Diagon Alley or Hogwarts, and they kind of go, well, the rest of it doesn't really match up anymore. And yeah. I, think that, I think that's the problem Universal have at the moment. Yeah, it's it's weird, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't know. Like uh, even um, Jen's uh, Jen's cousin went, and uh, that she went there just to see the new area because she had seen the other, you know, Harry Potter area five years ago, wherever it was, and she only went to the new area because she didn't buy a, a dual park ticket, and she went there and uh, and then left. Uh, what the heck? <laughs> so yeah, um, where me, I've had enough of the Harry Potter. Uh, we'll go in there like once in a blue moon. You know, I just like uh, but, yeah, there's just so much of it everywhere. I don't think the the recreated the magic when they did the uh, the expansion uh, Diagon Alley. I think they missed it. It it's nowhere near what the original section is um yeah it's just like a shopping precinct yeah there's there's so many shops in there yeah uh it's pretty cool with the dragon that you know has the fire and everything uh but i think the train is eh i mean it's not even a train but you know the fake train it's okay and uh the ride is okay but it's a movie and all of the voice actors that they got to replicate the kids don't sound anything like them once you start listening to it that you've read it 50 times. So, like, uh, yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, you know, Jen is very into Harry Potter. She read all the books, she watches all the movies, but she does that on her own time. <laughs> but every so often she'll say, can we go into Harry Potter today? Okay. But it's... It's definitely not my favorite of anything that they have there, but it's great that they have it, and uh, you know I'm glad that people like it. But I'd I'd hope that if they're going to do other things with other areas, that they don't build any more Harry Potter and do something else. But if that's what's making the the, the money, then that's what they got to do, I guess. I think yeah. the bubble will burst definitely at some point. Oh yeah. Like if they don't, if they don't get her to, uh, if they don't get uh, J.K. to maybe write more books or something, um, I don't know. I mean, uh, can they do this Fantastic Beasts? I'm not sure if that can be an area. I don't know. Well, that, yeah, that's um, that's kind of bone of contention at the moment, isn't it? Because there's rumours that they they're desperate to get it, but as far as I understand, it's not part of any deals that are ongoing. So yeah. the ball was completely in, in her court. Um, yeah. So, you know what? I think if this was a third gate we were talking about, like the, they long rumoured and you moved all the Harry Potter stuff over there, it, that would have been better. Yeah. As much as... I like Harry Potter and I, I I like the attractions and everything like that, but we lost Jaws for Harry Potter. Yeah. That's that, uh, that how, that how I see it. I used to ride Jaws every time I went there. I miss Jaws. Yeah. Uh, that uh, that was one of my favorite rides. One of the guys that I know, he used to be a skipper there, and he came with us to Horror Nights uh, a couple weeks ago. And, you know, as we walked past, he says, he says, so I miss you, Jaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's a shame that that had to go because that, that was a fun ride and a unique ride that there's nothing like that, uh, you know, anywhere. Even the, you know, the stuff they have at 
at uh, Universal in, in Hollywood is it's just on the tram and it shoots up. It's not it's not like not like it's attacking you like it was here, which was always fun. Mm-hmm. Even though if it was you know it was ridiculous, it was still a fun ride. But yeah, um, I would take that over the whole Harry Potter, you know, totally. But eh, there were so many days I just walked onto it where I there's almost never a walk on on the uh, you know the Harry Potter area. It's always got tons of people in there. Yeah, so uh, what what do you think of um, this year's Halloween Horror Nights then? Uh, Horror Nights, we well, I have I have never missed it since I moved here, yeah. and I, I never I, I didn't even know that it existed. Uh, but uh, we never have a bad time there. We always like it, and uh, it's just some some mazes are better than others, or maybe some scary zones are better than others. But it's always fun. And uh, we liked it this year. Uh, maybe there were some other things that were better than other years. But uh, so I said before, our favorite this year was uh, Walking Dead. Um, they uh, they did a good job on that one. Even though last year we went in Walking Dead once and I hated it. It was my least favorite last year. I didn't want it to come back. I said I had enough of Walking Dead. And this year I went in it and I said I, said, I, I couldn't figure out what they did that it was – so much better this time and after i went through the second time i figured out they just found better placement for the scare actors this time and yeah. they had them in places like you would be like oh i think there's a guy hiding over there and nope he would come behind you like oh he got me again it was great yeah but uh yeah that that was good uh we liked all the houses this year the chance house was kind of weird but it's a 3d house and they're always weird they're never scary do you think they've uh, they've underused chance? Um, I don't know if I would say underused, but maybe misplaced. Yeah, misplaced. Uh, yeah. She as soon as you come into the park, she's there on a little stage, and it's a traffic jam. It's a problem, and um, she doesn't really have anything to do. She says a couple of lines. She takes pictures with people, while up on her stage. It's it's a weird situation. Yeah, um, I don't know why it was done that way. Maybe they just felt she wouldn't be, you know, a Jack type of character that could have his own show. I, I don't know, but uh, I did not like that Academy of Villains show at all. Um, not because it was a bad show, but. I felt that it did not belong at Horror Nights, that it's like a dance show. And yeah. I like Horror Nights where they're blending somebody or they're stabbing somebody or whatever it is, you know, some kind of horror type thing. And that we had to lose that for a dance show. Uh, I was like completely against it. I did not video one second of it. <laughs> she, I was she, like, nope. She was front and center last year, wasn't she? With Jack on oh, the yeah. stage. Yeah, you know? she was on the stage. Yeah, she was she part of the kills part. and. Yep, and uh, yeah, she was. She was a major part of things. Uh, it was. It was very weird what they did to her uh, this year, but uh, yeah, I mean, I got lots of, you know, pictures of her and everything. But uh, she was actually the one thing that was great though is we went to the character. Or the scare scare actor dinner, that's what they called it. And uh, we had actually booked it incorrectly. Or, you know, Jen, uh, you know, I said to book it for a certain day. She booked it for a different day. And she it goes from, I think, 4.30 to 6.30. And she booked it at the first available time, which was at 6.30. And at that time, everybody who wanted to go had already gone. So there's only five tables left of people. So... All of the scare actors spent their time mostly hanging out with us. So we had 30 minutes of them where everybody else earlier in the night only got five minutes. So I've got tons of video of Chance, and it always oh, great. Uh, that that was the best. Uh, like I, I, I said it in our video that we made, I said that uh, we had so much fun at the scare actor dinner thing, hanging out with Chance, and she's telling us how she's going to kill people. It was 
super much better than the little stage show that she does because it was a show that she's doing for us and that's it no one else and uh it was it was it was lots of lots of fun but if if the experience was just that it would have been amazing like that made our whole time better than anything else we did uh the mazes or anything you know the characters in there were great um but uh yeah overall chance i think misused um i don't know if she should have been in a 3d in the 3d house because that's not scary uh maybe she should have had her own psychotherapy type house or something else but uh yeah i mean it 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 was weird i'm not sure what uh made them do that but whatever uh i don't know our uh, our second favorite house was the tomb of ancients house i've heard good things about that one yeah oh my god um the ceiling is low and the walls seem to be closer together than normal houses and uh oh my god there's like so many like wrong pathways that they got me so many times it was super yep uh that was uh, really good and it's like a i think egyptian gods theme or something yeah it's 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 done really well but uh the first two nights we went they had a moving floor that you would go on that you in in the middle of the base and there's yeah. very little lighting and i almost fell <sighs> oh my god luckily they removed it because probably somebody fell or almost fell but yeah um i don't know who makes those decisions i mean like there's no lights you can't see you're getting scared off your ass and then the damn floor is moving like what the hell's wrong with you people <laughs> but anyway um yeah so overall it was, it was a good event uh i liked it uh, you know, uh also are bill you, and ted's show are you done for this oh, no, year I, I, yeah i'm done we did our we did our we bought our um tickets for the first three weeks so we did yeah. three weeks we did the two nights saturday and sunday uh, so yeah, we're, we're not, uh, we're not going back. Uh, we used to buy the tickets for the whole time, but we found out that what happens is we just get burned out on it going so much and we just would hardly go and, uh, we would rather go early on and, and, and also it gets super busy as you get closer and closer to, uh, you know, Halloween. Yeah. So, uh, Yeah. We, I think the longest time we waited because we bought the pass with Express was like twelve minutes. It was super, and the line was like an hour for that one. Wow! So, yeah, um, it cost a lot more money to do it that way, but we never waited for anything, and we did what we wanted. We rode rides. We sat in in the um, uh, when you call it the restaurants for an hour some nights because it was really hot or it was raining or whatever. So, but yeah, it's it's fun. It's a fun uh, thing. Uh, I'll I'll never miss that event. Um, yeah, it, it, it's fun. Um, probably my favorite horror nights was in, uh, I think, two thousand four or five. I forget. Uh, that, is that where yeah. it was over two parks? Yeah, yeah. It was. It was cool because in islands, you know, there's a lot more. Uh, greenery and these guys are hiding in the actual bushes and they're dressed up like bushes it was perfect yeah yeah uh that that was uh that was my uh one of my favorite ones um the scare zones were super in um in in the uh, the cartoon area they had it filled with fog and they had lasers running about 10 feet above your head and these guys are dressed up in black and white striped uh, suits just walking through the fog with these little with those little penny can things shaking them scaring you super yeah uh they i don't think they've ever done that again in they haven't done it in in universal uh you know now that they switched back to that part but yeah i wish it would go back to either over at universe uh, over at islands or or in both again yeah. because uh there's so many different things that they could do but yeah, like uh, like they got in trouble this year with the projecting whatever they were doing on uh, on the front of 
Yeah, get Allie over there. Oh yeah, she spat the dummy out, didn't she? Oh yeah, she uh, she doesn't like them screwing with her stuff. <laughs> but they keep on trying though, which is the funny thing. But yeah, uh, Horror Nights is 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 a, a fun uh, is a fun thing, and uh, I was like totally mad at myself when I moved here that I found out about because I had been coming for years, but I would come in the off season, so I had no idea it even, you know was here and you know up north uh you know up new york city area where i lived they did not advertise that not like they do now where they push it all over the place where you know at that time i never saw anything about it and i only saw it when i moved here and i saw the signs of them like what the heck is this halloween thing so yeah uh, but uh yeah it's it's cool stuff <laughs> Just one uh, um, one thing I wanted to ask on Halloween Horror Nights, and you talked about what you liked. What disappointed? Yeah. Uh, that's what I was going to say about the the Bill and Ted's. This year, I was not happy with the Bill and Ted show, uh, and then I already said that Academy Villains thing. But uh, like uh, Bill and Ted's, it seemed like they were redoing a lot of older jokes. They were just trying to fit in so many things so fast. That uh, it was just like the like when I we saw it twice during the event, and the first time I saw it, I was like yelling at the stage every time they would do some horrible joke. I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> it was really funny, but uh, yeah, uh, when we saw it um, the last night when we went last week, uh, we actually had a lot of fun. Not from the show. We saw it at the show that they have the uh, sign language interpreters. And all I did was watch the sign language interpreters because they hadn't changed the show. So the show was not any good. But those guys were hilarious because they're acting out the parts while they're doing all the signing. Oh, my goodness. I wish I could video that. It was so funny. Yeah. They were having a ball. And uh, I'm sure in their normal time of signing they don't ever get to pretend to play guitar and all the crazy stuff that they were doing so they were having too much fun but yeah um i wasn't disappointed in any of the houses um you know even though chance is not scary it still wasn't a bad house um you know we liked the michael myers house the whole halloween um there's like i don't even know how many michael miles myers in there uh but uh Hopefully we're done with Michael Myers though, because after two of them. But I mean, there's how many Michael Myers movies? Maybe they can keep on going with that. I don't know. Um, what was the other one? The Krampus House is pretty cool. I like that movie. Um, they pump some, uh, I think, gingerbread smell in the one part with the uh, uh, the little gingerbread guys. So that that's always neat when they have fun smells. Extra's House. Is pretty cool but at the same time it's just like room after room of uh you know her in her bed in different things or you're going through the bed and then they have the pea soup smell which is pretty funny uh, it's not a bad house but it's just yeah. um american horror story we i hadn't i only watched the first episode of the whole series um so i did not know the full story but uh, there were some cool parts in there um, and, uh, I really like the Gulch, the golden Gulch. I always forget the name of that thing, whatever it was, the cowboy Gulch thing. Um, again, not scary, but the set design on some of the parts, it's like all of a sudden you're outside. It's done really well. Um, it's a shame that they can't make that stuff scary all the time. That's what it's supposed to be whatever um but uh i think that was all the mazes right yeah oh uh no leatherface that thing was awesome they uh they had a bunch of guys in there with the chainsaws um, yeah they did a real good job and that was from the original original one which they had they had had him before but i think only from the remakes and things and maybe years ago they had them that they didn't license him so they just called them like 
you know, chainsaw guy or whatever they called him because they didn't license it. Uh, but yeah, good old, uh, good old chainsaw guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good old chainsaw guy. Those, some of those guys, even now the girls are really good with that. As you walk around in front of Simpsons, they got some girls that are dressed up like uh, cheerleaders or zombie cheerleaders or wh- whatever they are. That uh, they're really good at the uh, you know, at the chainsaws chasing people. Yeah, uh, they have a fun uh, time with that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> well, okay. yeah, they keep on trying to get Jen with that, but anyway. <laughs> well, uh, it's about time to uh, to end the show. So thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you just sure. want to give yourself a plug one last time, where people can find you. Sure. All right, it's uh, it's Happy Living on uh, YouTube. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, I've uh, I've put a link to your Facebook, uh, and your, sorry, your Twitter, and the YouTube on the show notes as well, so people can go okay. on the show notes and link directly to you. And uh, hopefully, we can get some more subscribers and get some more thumbs up and whatnot. Oh yeah, that works for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. I, I know. I could talk for days. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you're definitely uh, you're more than welcome to come on Pop After Dark for the uh, all the pop culture stuff. You sure. sound like you, you're a computer game player. You're a DVD collector. You're a, an avid collector. So. Oh yeah. You know, I think. And, uh, uh, I think DVDs and Blu-rays. I I have maybe like seven or eight hundred. Wow. Um, yeah, uh, here at the um, at the stores here on Tuesday, release new movies. Generally on Tuesday, so what you know if there's I want like every Tuesday I'm buying two or three movies. No and way. I don't really I don't really do that anymore, but um, now I'll just get like the the big stuff that I want that has like some cool add-on uh, or uh, you know behind the scenes thing. But uh, yeah, that's the way it used to be. Yeah, I used to buy like two or three movies every Tuesday. It was nuts because uh, regular DVDs. Yeah, I had so many. I, I sold a lot of them. But uh, most of my stuff now I have it digitally. So yeah, it's that's the way it is for many years. So I don't really get any. You know, I only get the the major ones uh, every couple of months. But I'm waiting on that new Star Wars uh, Episode Seven with all the cool add-ons to come out. I think in November. I think so. Uh, we get it in a few weeks, actually. We get it um, towards the end of October. Um, oh, okay. It's good for me because I didn't buy The Force Awakens when it came out because there was no 3D. And uh, oh. I, I like to, if I'm going to buy a film like that, I always wait for the 3D version. So uh, I stayed put. I didn't give Disney my double money. And uh, yeah, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, uh, I'll be watching that again come the end of October. So I, I can't wait. But uh, Yeah. But thank you very much for joining us. Um, you sure. Know, it's, it's been great. And uh, we'll, these will be out at the same time, Craig. So, I don't know. when What's our next show? Have we got a pop in the, it coming up soon? Yeah, something like that. And Strike will be coming out soon as well, I think. Yeah. The so. podcasts just keep coming on the After Dark Network. So, thank you very much for joining us. And uh, we'll speak to you again soon. Happy living. Dark Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network.